everybody, and you know what time it is, guys? It's time to Emblem Engage! Thank you, Brandon! It is time to engage! And we are talking all about Fire Emblem Engage, the latest and greatest game from Intelligent Systems, uh, uh, all about, uh, from uh, the Fire Emblem series. And today, joined with me, I'm engaging with Christy! Hi, everybody! And Brandon! I have papaya! Eh. So nobody's gonna do the engagement. I did it. We didn't get emblem engaged in the beginning. I just say emblem engaged. Okay. And okay, Gabe. Okay. Hi everyone. <laughs> Bro, you literally had one one job. Like I just, where's the commitment? Thank you, Brandon. Like I just, I can't even. All right, so yeah, we're here to talk all about Fire Emblem Engage, and the first thing I want to talk about is you guys' impressions. So Christy has been playing Engage for HP Critical, and she's quite a far way in um and so yeah we're just going to talk all about engagement give you impressions a uh, little bit of a review uh everything we know so far and how we're feeling about the game etc etc and whether you should spend your hard-earned money on buying it uh and the dlc and my answer is no but you know this is chris is going to tell us more um uh, but i say no anyway yes you should buy the game they should you should not buy the dlc but chris will tell you more anyway anywho so impressions guys how are we feeling about Fire Emblem Engage? What are what are the standouts? What are you loving about it? What are you not liking? Um, this is like your your first impressions of the game, Chrissy. Tell us. So, I was worried that it would be similar to Fire Emblem Fates, where they lean very heavily into the fan servicey. Um, but you know what? Actually, you know, there's the characters. They can be. They can get a bit fan servicey. However, they don't lean too much into it like Fates. I think Fates they used it kind of as a crutch. After um, the success, the success of Awakening, um, but with Engage, I there's a nice balance. I'm actually really enjoying the characters. You see their personalities really shine through through the supports. Um, gameplay is really fun overall too. I mean, I when I first picked up three houses, I felt that the hard mode was really easy, and I was able to blaze through maybe about half the game in like ten hours. I'm still pretty far into the game, and I've hit 12 hours, and the battles are actually really, really hard. There have been times where I made a tactical error, and I've really paid for it, and I can't, and it was it was rough. It was rough, to say the least, but I'm really enjoying it. The game has been fun. I do enjoy the break system. At first, I wasn't too sure how I felt about it, but you know what? As I'm progressing through the game, I do like the break. Um, I also do like the engage mechanic as well, too. I've used it a couple times, you know, coming in the clutch. Um, it's been really fun to, you know, vary up your strategy with um, the game. And I also like the variety in the maps that we've seen so far as well, too. So, bro, I'm enjoying it. Very good, very succinct. Uh, a study of Fire and Engage. I'm happy to hear that you're enjoying it. Um, since I got you guys here as well, um, do you want to give some quick first impressions, uh, Brandon or Gabe? Sure, I'll make it. I'll make it real quick. Um, I have, my Fire Emblem uh, history isn't as extensive as Christie's. However, I have played a good amount of the recent games, and this definitely feels like a lot of the Fire Emblem games that came out pre Three Houses in terms of kind of like. Uh, the flow of how you get characters, how you go through the game and whatnot. Uh, it's definitely a lot more challenging than three houses. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm only playing on normal difficulty. I kind I like the game, these games mostly for the story and it's like a little bit of the tactical it's itself. Um, but I'm, I'm still finding some challenge though. Even on the normal difficulty, there is still some challenge to be found there. It's definitely like if, if three houses was your first fire emblem game and you managed to, you either finished it or got a good amount of ways in, you will, I think engage will be the na- next natural point to go to in terms of like difficulty i feel so i'm enjoying that aspect of it the characters large variety so far like you get a lot of them over the course of the game and they're all different in their own different ways i'm really enjoying the emblem mechanics a lot it's cool to see how they incorporated these past fire emblem characters in a in a natural way where you can like use them to get new abilities and you know, three houses have the where you can like learn proficiencies to get new weapons. This time around, you can get that through uh, fusing with certain emblems in that regard, which is something I really mm-hmm. like as well. And the maps are really cool, and the music is <clears throat> also really good. 
So yeah, I'm having a good time with it so far. Very much. Yeah, enjoyed. I really, I really enjoy the map variety. I know with three houses, the maps they kind of got stale over time. It was pretty much a very similar map each and every single time, with some variety here and there. Um, but with Engage, I really, I'm really enjoying the maps like a lot more than I thought I would. Um, I think the only also to piggyback off what you said about three houses, what I do like about Engage is that you do have a lot of characters, so you can do you can mix and match your team. Whereas with three houses, you are kind of stuck with um, with certain units throughout your entire playthrough, unless you recruited more. Like with um, the why am I saying Red Lion for some odd godly reason? The Black Eagles wrapped. <laughs> Oh, wow. Like with, with the Black Eagles, you can you mostly had like uh, mages and whatnot. It was more focused towards the, your magic units. Um, whereas with the Blue Lions, um, it was more focused on you know your melee units. Whereas with you know the Golden Deer, it was kind of like a good mix here and there. Whereas um, with this game with Engage, you can actually customize your team a bit more per mm. se compared to Three Houses. So it does open up a lot more. Cool. Um, I, Gabe, I believe you just started. Um, so I, I do want to yeah. give you an opportunity if you'd like to say anything about your first impressions before I move along. I'm enjoying how much more colorful this one is than Three Houses. Yeah, it is very colorful. The story is a bit more lighthearted compared to Three Houses. Three Houses was kind of dark and dreary. I was yeah. talking about colors in general, like the actual color of the game. It's more yeah. vibrant. A thousand percent more vibrant than... Yeah. And it really, like, shines and stands out when you, like, compare it, especially on an OLED Switch or even on the TV. Um, so, yeah, the wonderful first impressions. It sounds like it's a really, really good game so far. So let's dive a little bit deeper. Um, and I, I, I Actually, you know what? Let's do that first because we're kind of... I was going to say this for last, but I think we should do it first because we're kind of dipping into it anyway. Um, I'd love to hear a comparison of three houses versus engage which is better and why um if if we have listeners who are who have either played uh, three houses or have not played three houses um should they be picking up engage and if they have played three houses which is better engage or three houses to you i feel like three houses is a good starting point per se but it ultimately depends on which one you value more as a you know as a consumer do you value the story or do you value gameplay I feel like Engage shines more within the gameplay, more so than the story. The story's a bit generic in a way. Um, whereas with Three Houses, the story, um, I mean, depending on which route, you get a different story. So I felt like the story was much more engaging in Three Houses compared to Engage. <laughs> get it? Engaging? In, in, in three uh-huh. I got it. <laughs> Story engage. Continue. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Uh, so yeah, a comparison between uh, engage and three houses. How would you how would you compare the two? What what wins in each category? Uh, story, gameplay, graphics, etc. I think um, gameplay wise, engage engage is much better. I feel like that the gameplay is much more fluid compared to three houses. Um, whereas in Three Houses, the story is much more better. Um, it's a bit more complex. It's um, it's much more engaging, is what I would say. It's much more... <laughs> I just enjoy the story a bit more in Three Houses than Engage. I mean, with Engage, it definitely feels like an anniversary title that missed its mark, to say the least. Um, especially with the fact that it feels... With how many characters you do get, it felt like they were they're just throwing characters at you, which is kind of similar to Fates in a way, which is a bit. It was just. I wish that they just did not throw too many characters at you. Is I think my thing with Engage, but that's a different story for you know later. Um, and what else did you say, Jarrell? Graphics. Oh, just anything was one of the things. Yeah, I think graphics engage is much better. I know Gabe, he did mention that it is much more colorful. So I think if you're looking for vibrant colors and whatnot, um, kind of the graphics wise engage is better than three houses. Okay, uh, music. 
uh, music. Uh, <laughs> I know that's a hard one. I might be playing it on mute. Oh, okay. Well, fair. But I do enjoy the music from what I've heard. Right, yeah. Any any other comparisons you'd like to give, or I'm trying to think of something off the top of my head, but not at the moment. All right. I'll um hand it over to Brandon then. Yeah. So comparisons. <clears throat> I mostly agree with what Christy says in regards to um uh, the gameplay. Yeah, I do think the gameplay of Engage is much better. I will give a, a little nod to Three Houses, though, in terms of the fact that you could really customize your units like pretty extensively in Three Houses. Engage has that as well, but you do have to kind of like work with the characters given class for a little bit before you can really play around with them. So ultimately, you will still be able to do whatever you want with whatever character. However, it's probably not as in-depth as Three Houses. But aside from the actual customization of each individual character the overall gameplay flow feels a lot better everything is a lot more snappy there's definitely a lot more quality of life and i just enjoy the combat a lot more in that regard um as far as the story yeah i i want to be very clear i don't think engages the story is bad or even poor like it's just it's fine like there's still some twists and turns even as i'm going through the story stuff i didn't see coming stuff that still kind of grabbed me i do like the voice acting Three Houses also has some really good voice acting. And I'm very curious to see where the story goes in, in this regards. I don't think it ultimately it's going to shock me or make me as sad as Three Houses did. But I don't think every game necessarily needs to do that. I think as long as I'm enjoying the ride, I'm I'm, I'm good with it. Um, I can't answer the music question. I will say so far, I do prefer Three House soundtrack, but Engage definitely has some bangers in its soundtrack. There's some very jazzy jazzy sounding songs, especially if you're in the game sub area, the Somnio. But there's also some impactful songs when you're in the maps itself. Um, jury's still out whether, out whether or not I ultimately, which soundtrack I'll prefer, but I've, I've been positive about Engage's soundtrack so far. And yeah. Oh yeah, and graphically, yeah, no, this is way better looking game. <laughs> like I, I, I didn't hate Three Houses art style as much as a lot of other people did, but no, Engage knocks it out of the park. I think Engage, once you grew on it, it really did grow on you. Like at first, I know all of us were like, eh, I don't know how I feel about this art style. When they like, I know when the protagonist was first leaked, people were like, eh. What are we getting I'm, ourselves into? But you know what? I'm one of the few that didn't hate the protagonist design. I'm just going to say it. It, it. Like, I didn't really have to grow into it. I'm just like, yeah, okay. I'm sure that'll matter. And so far, won't say too much, but there are cutscenes that definitely imply there's more to that hairstyle than just a design choice. Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. going to be black and white instead of red and blue. Mm-hmm. Or was it black and red? I don't know. Black and some other color. I think it was black and white. Um... No, it's ugly. Uh, to me, that's just me. Don't come for me. Uh, it has not grown on me, but I love Alir, so it's fine. It's okay. You don't gotta be cute. That's great. It's fine. Actually, the character is cute. I just don't like the hair color, and that's okay because you don't have to like everything. Uh, so Gabe, uh, do you have any questions about uh three how up uh, three houses? Uh, do you have any questions about engage? I know that you're you're just starting. Are there any things that you'd like to know going into the game? Yeah. That we could possibly... Does romance happen before the end of the game, or do I have to play the whole damn game before that happens again? That is a question that I cannot answer. (laughs) You have to play the whole game. It's um, basically um, it's similar to Three Hopes where you give, you know... No, Three Hopes. Three Hopes didn't have romance. Mm -hmm. Three Hopes, it's they're using the ring. Okay, but it's not really a romantic. Um, it's only there's an S rank. It's you don't get into like near the end of the game. Okay, that broke up a little bit for me. So okay. I'm sorry, (laughs) Drew. No, no, no. It's probably my internet. I apologize. Um, yeah. So yeah. So what I heard is there's an S rank, but it's not at the level of, like, romance or marriage and, like, marriage and kids. like It's not really... Or... It's really not... I mean, there are some characters who do. It is a... However, um, I think as of now, most of... I mean, there's a 
are leaning towards pl like platonic and flirtatious. Mm, I see. I There's see. like a few characters that are like romantic, especially with um, how translated. There's only a few. First of all, everyone over the age of 18 should be romanceable. Actually, never mind. I'm like a thousand. That's disgusting. <laughs> like, I, and the only reason I said that is because obviously if y'all let me date my students in three houses like what's the point of holding back now <laughs> like uh, come on um, any other questions Gabe before I move on to the next topic no not really I kind of want to experience everything for myself as I play the game very cool very fair point uh, so I'll give a little quick uh, uh, comparisons between three houses and um engage and then you guys can uh, obviously hop off from there um also don't hate me uh -oh. <laughs> no 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 so um engage is really fun uh my quick first impressions is that it's really fun uh you know you guys have touched on it so i won't go into it too much but i really really am enjoying the combat of this game it is definitely harder than three houses by far um however it's manageable and i think once you get to like a rhythm of being able to uh understand how it works uh it works really really well as does the engage mechanic um i think it is such a smart mechanic i think it is done brilliantly uh in the in a sense that so it doesn't all I will say it doesn't always work but i think what i love the most about the engage mechanic is the ability to um switch up how it affects different characters that's probably my favorite mm -hmm. part another thing i love um which i will do just to just to see is that each character has a different look when they engage and so i've literally yeah. been, i don't know if you guys have done this but i've literally yeah. just like paired people up just to see what color they're gonna turn into or what yeah. it's gonna look like uh, and it's oh. so fun and i just want to bring this up real quick i'm sorry like the the amount of conversations you could potentially get in this game is crazy because not only will each character like have like different quotes depending on like which character they engage with but then you have bond conversations they're not long they're not long they're like one sentence from each of the character but there's a different mm -hmm. one for each one like a character will say like there's there's a line that marf will say to every single playable character in the game if you get their bond conversations and that's an insane amount of dialogue that's in this game. I know I'm not getting all of that, obviously. Yeah. So when I, when, I, when I roll credits in this game, I might be on YouTube for a day just seeing all the different ones I missed. Um, oh, I, for, I forgot. Uh, I'm sorry. No, He's changing colors, the hair ah, colors. Yes, okay, yes, yes, yes. Um, so yeah, that's one of my favorite things is literally just uh, giving them new rings to see what they look like. Um, I, I, you guys touched on the story. I will say it reminds me of Dragon Quest Eleven, and in the sense that it is very predictable. Um, I could probably tell you exactly what's going to happen right now. Um, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, it's not mm, one of the things I, so for anyone who has played Three Houses that is on the fence about Engage, I will say that if you like a game like Dragon Quest, where you kind of know, and I know that Gabe likes Dragon Quest, I thought it was Baby's First Final Fantasy, um, which is cool. I think that sorry. it's a good... Sorry? Sorry, I had a little <laughs> cough in my throat. Oh, okay. I thought you had shit to talk. Um, which is fine. Like, I think I think that's fine. But it, it, to me, just to me... Um, the drop in caliber of storytelling is disappointing, but it's not a bad story. I want to emphasize that I don't think it's a bad story at all. I just think it's very predictable. By any means. Hmm? It's definitely not a bad story by any means. It's, um, as of now, it's pretty solid story. It's not as bad as Fates. Fates still is pretty bad in terms of story-wise, in, in my opinion. I disagree. I enjoyed Fates. Um, and I enjoyed Fates just because, and, and it's the same reason I like Three Houses, because there was more of a conversation to be had about those stories, whereas Engage is not, a, there's not really a conversation to be had around Engage's story. It is exactly what it is 
It is exactly what you think is going to happen. That's exactly what's going to happen. Whereas in a game like Fates, you know, the conversation revolves around, okay, are you choosing to be with um, the family that raised you or are you choosing to be um, with your original family? And what does that mean to you? Like even that as a conversation starter is a great jumping point to me in a game and that's why i really enjoyed fates for for what it was and then the same thing as three houses where you have to pick one of these people and like you choose you know uh what you what they represent and how you feel about them and obviously everybody knows the discourse around um dimitri claude and edelgard and edelgard's the best yeah i said it and um i know that you guys disagree but whatever she's clearly the best and um, right here so there you go and <laughs> that's not something that you're gonna get and engage it's very much gonna be like it is it is exactly what it is so mm -hmm. uh, but as as mentioning i don't think it's a it's a bad story so um don't go into it looking for a story like uh three houses um just go into it looking at it as a good story and you'll enjoy it um i think uh obviously you guys have touched on graphics they're beautiful this game's beautiful it looks really really good on handheld oled switch really really good mm -hmm. um sometimes i i prefer to look at it on um oled switch because there's some um textures that aren't as uh as visible on the switch as they are on the tv mm -hmm. excuse me um so, but but no it just like it, it and as gabe mentioned it's vibrant it's gorgeous um i really enjoy the character designs uh one thing that christy mentioned that i do have an issue with between uh, three houses and engage is that I preferred three houses as far as parties go. And this is for anyone who's like considering playing this game because I prefer having a restricted amount of characters. And as Christy mentioned, every chapter you are getting like three to five characters added to your party. Like every single chapter is like, okay, here's like five more people. <laughs> to add it's, to your party. it's like, and they all... it's similar to Fates. In a sense, sorry, Jarrell. No, <laughs> it's similar to Fates, where every single royal character has two retainers. Yes, so you get a I royal character, you get two retainers, you get so there's three thing, new yep. units. Yeah, that's... Yeah, and so it, after a while, it does get crowded. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, and that, not only that, each one... First of all, each kingdom has a prince or princess and they have two retainers and then they also have a sibling who also has two <laughs> retainers so you're li right. that's why you're getting like three to five characters from every kingdom so it is a lot of characters um i'm on i think i'm i'm on chapter 8 and i already have like i'm already leaving five or six characters behind every time i go into a mission and um I, they're, I they're they're just prefer... back at camp and not dead, right? Some of them are dead, but you know it is what it is. We gotta keep moving. Uh, I prefer. Yeah, I wasn't gonna bring this up. Okay, <laughs> Christy, it's okay. They weren't meant to live. If they were meant to live, I would have done a better job at saving them. Um, Watch Estrell murders one of his healers no, next. I don't even. Oh my god. Uh, like to be honest i don't take a healer anymore i don't take one of the two healers that i have i don't take them because you don't? Uh, i don't because of the setup that i have i don't even need them which is what we'll go into later because uh, i want to talk about that as well um uh but yeah so as far as uh characters go three houses um i know it wasn't for everyone but if you really really enjoyed being able to get to know the characters the bonds in three houses are non-existent and engaged. As Brandon missed, as Brandon mentioned, they're like one or two sentences per person. That's it. Um, they're not going to get very deep. Like you will have a, a bond conversation with someone. It'll be like two to three sentences, and then that's the whole thing. Whereas in three houses, you will get backstory and paragraphs, and this is my life, and this well, is how I've been living. I, I want to clarify real quick. When I said bond conversation, I was referring to. The I conversations between characters and emblems. But there's also some... You're right. But the support conversations are a bit longer. They're not as extensive three houses. I'm like, also talking about support conversations, which are still not that long. Okay. They're usually between That's two correct. three sentences. Okay. I just wanted to clarify to those who are listening. That the bond conversations are a sentence between each character where the support conversation might be three or four. But it's not as long as three houses was. 
just just wanted to because yeah. people will yell at us if we're not if we're not clear about think, that. I don't think you need to be because I don't think there's a distinction between one and two sentences or three to five sentences. What I said was they're short, and I'm not wrong. They are all short. Like don't yeah, yell sure, at me yeah. because they're short. <laughs> like it's just a fact. And the the ones in 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 three houses are super long. I don't think that anyone can yell at me for that and not making that distinction. For what? Because well, I'm not well, they wrong. They're short. <laughs> yell at me if you want because they're fucking short. I can write them all. I that, okay, why, now why, I'm going to. Why, why did your pitch go up when you said that? Because like Brandon was like, I wanna, I wanna like clarify before somebody yells at it. What you gonna yell at me for? Because I'm right. Like because they're short. I don't care. They're fucking short. Um. Anyway, I'm sorry. Like that just triggered me because like either way they're short. Don't yell at me, people. Anyway, uh, yeah. So if you want something that is more intimate. Uh, that is not, that's not what engages. Um, also none of this is me. So I, I, I'm actually really enjoying engage. Like I know it's going to sound like I'm not, but it sounds like I don't enjoy games period every time I talk about them. So it's fine. Uh, but I'm, I'm really, really enjoying engage. But yeah, if you're looking for something more intimate, definitely three houses, um, game, uh, gameplay wise, of course, I've already mentioned that engage is like the, the clear winner there. Uh, but as far as parties, um, and characters, I prefer all the characters in, in Three Houses because I get to know them more, solely because I get to know them more. You're not learning much about these characters from bonds or support conversations um, that's not surface level. And even when you do, it's never to the extent of what you've learned about characters in Three Houses. And that's why uh, when somebody died, I was like, oh, well, it is what it is, as as opposed get- to when so literally, <laughs> like, fuck it, you know, yeah, I fucked up, my bad, bro, but I'm not starting this over. Um... As opposed to in three houses, like, I will restart the entire encounter because, bitch, you are not going to die. I know your life mm-hmm. story. Like, I care way more about you. There's um, more and I death keep you alive. Yes, in the three houses characters compared to Engage, I feel like. Um, for Engage, I feel like they're mostly unlocked in their supports. However, the supports, like what Jarrell mentioned, they're not as in-depth like three houses, unfortunately. And, and, and no, I don't even think it's unfortunate. I think it works for a lot of people. I think, you know, our, our wonderful friend Grayson skipped through all the support conversations in Three Houses because he didn't care. And so this is much more manageable. So I think they're very, very different. I think that's the important distinction is to make how different they are because this, I think, is going to work for a lot of people. A lot of people who don't want to sit through a ton of support conversations are going to much rather enjoy a sentence or two about this character. And I think that's super important because... Um, I, I think something that's very important is to not always follow the same trend. And that's why I can appreciate engage because it does a lot of things differently. It goes back to like regular fire emblem, which I can only say having played like two games. So take that with a grain of salt, um, as opposed to continuing the formula for three houses. And I think games should evolve. I think games should be able to go back and forth. So these are just my comparisons of the two games for anyone who's considering like you know picking up one and has played the other that it it may work for Mm -hmm. you it may not um but yeah those those short support conversations might be great for some people uh because i know people that have just been like three houses doesn't work for me because it's too fucking long um but yeah characters are there's too many um i i prefer to have fewer characters as i did in three houses and that game actually allows you to as christy said it allows you to customize them i think brandon also said this it allows you to customize them much no brandon said it it allows you to customize them much easier than um engage does like you had much more variety and also i appreciate being able to recruit who i wanted in three houses so that i could play with a manageable group um this game is just like uh, one of the issues that i have is that you get so many characters but a lot of them are just going to replace characters you already have. And that's kind of why I don't care when someone dies. Because, like, you know, I got a healer. I started, I got a healer, right? I started, I got a healer. And then I got a healer who's better than the healer I already had. 
I got yeah. an archer, and then I got an archer who's better than the archer I already have. I got a mage, well, and then I got a mage who's better than the mage that I already have. And um, I don't, and I am, as I mentioned, I'm only on chapter eight. So obviously, I will be able to change these characters' classes later on with master seals, et cetera, et cetera, and like you know, differentiate between them. But now I have three mages. I don't need three. The one I just got is better than the one I had. There's no reason for me to continue to level up this older character unless I really, really like them. And that has happened to me in almost every chapter. I've found a new character that does what another character does, but better. And there's no reason for me to keep the other character unless I need them to break enemies on a specific map. And because of that, there's no real, like... There's no real connection to characters because you're always getting so many to replace the old ones. And it honestly, most of the time, in my experience, playing on hard casual, I mean, on hard classic, it doesn't make sense to continue to try to level up your level, uh, your four, three, four under leveled level character when you just got a new one who does what they do, but better. Um, So and that's why I prefer three houses in in that instance. So if you're going to pick up engage do understand that the the character connections are nowhere near as uh impactful as they are in engage having said all that i'm still having a lot of fun in engage i i have kept some characters that i probably should have gotten rid of just because i like them and uh, um and, and there are some new characters that i haven't used because i like some of my older characters um, is that going to hold up when I get to chapter 12, 13, 14? Probably not. Because as soon as I get the black people, everybody going at it. And that's just me. And that's my playthrough. And I can do that because you can play however you want. Um, anyway, so that was my comparison between. Uh, yeah, we have a video of Jarrell, of the final map with Jarrell's characters. <laughs> I would love to see this. Have left? Oh my God. I, 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 Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just want to mention that I didn't personally get this because I didn't play classic with an older Fire Emblem game, Shadows of Valentia. But the way that music, the way that that particular credits music sounds, it sounds like so bittersweet. But somebody, I saw like a YouTube video of someone that had gotten almost everyone in their playthrough killed, and with the credits music of that particular game, with the with just all the characters <laughs> that have died, it's bombing. <laughs> like, just listen to the credits music of Shadows of Valentia. And then just imagine everyone's dead and you will know exactly what I'm talking about. Speaking of music, that's something I forgot to bring up. Speaking of music, the music of Three Houses is better, but the music is engaged. In Engage is really good. Um, mm-hmm. That, that like, Three Houses motif, I'm still, like, humming, like, years later. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, it's, it's, and it's, it's, it's prevalent really through, like, all the songs. Uh, there's not really one that is, like, caught on like that one to me personally yet. Um, but once again, I'm still kind of early in chapter eight i think um uh so so it is growing on me but man the three houses music is still like top tier nothing i've heard is is... yeah i heard i heard kind of the the main theme for engage in the opening and i was like "Mm." oh my god same it's very much an anime-esque it's 90s anime cheese no no no, no, not 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 the not the opening as in like the the opening cinematic or whatever not that i'm talking about like the actual like music there's at the end of the first the the not the first of the end of the tutorial chapter before uh alier goes to sleep it plays the main theme very subtly it did not do it for me i i I was i was like boo yeah that the, the three houses theme, man, it's too good. Uh, it's too good. Yeah, I, I'm not, I, I, it's like, really good. Is the reason I, why they included, uh, you know, a CD selection, a soundtrack selection in the uh, what collector's edition for three houses, and there's not really a soundtrack selection. Don't get me started. What were you saying, Gabe? I was gonna say, like, I feel like going into three houses is my first Fire Emblem game. I feel like music-wise, it's going to be unfair for the rest of the Fire Emblem games I end up playing because <laughs> it it like really there's funny. there's there's something about the the early Switch games for these first-party titles from Nintendo in terms of music like Breath of the Wild, uh, uh, Mario, the hell is the name of the game, Mario Odyssey, and Fire Emblem being the first ones of their of their respective series in on the Switch. People can disagree with how great the games were all they want, but when it comes to the music, it's like that's like they they set a pretty damn high standard there. So I feel a little bad for the rest of the Fire Emblem games that I play for now. Like I played um the DS ones, 
the 3DS ones. Uh, uh, Awakening Fates. Awakening and uh, Fates. Yeah, like I played those, and like I, I hear the music, and I know it's a little different because it's a handheld. I was like, it's not Three Houses. Like I don't, it's not, it's not hitting me like it uh, did. I was about to say that too because I thought Fates. Say what you were about the story, but I thought Fates had a really good soundtrack, personally. Mm. Can I also add Pokemon Sword and Shield to that list of the first of their kind of the generation? I didn't like their music that much. Oh, no, actually, no, that's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. I'm lying. I'm lying. I was thinking about Arceus. That's a lie. Okay. (laughs) Sword and Shield Shield definitely did have some very good music. Not all of it, but I I think uh, a lot of Sword and Shield was good, and uh, this last game still has not... That's not true. There are some really great fucking tracks on uh, Scarlet and Violet, but overall, I think I still enjoy them. Yeah, Sword and Shield did a good job of of moving us away from that way-too-happy-go-lucky Pokemon music. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Engage... I, I guess I have to play it a little bit more, but right now, the music is not... It's not hidden like it's supposed to be hidden. I'm getting used to it, but it's still not. It's not the same, bro. It's not the same. I'm sad. It's not the same. I I almost bought the DLC just because I heard a little bit of the motif of uh, Three Houses in the DLC for the preview. And I was like, do I get to hear that song when I use them as emblems? Because I will pay for this. But I don't know, so I didn't. Um, they should totally do that. I guess you don't they, because, like, you well, don't get anybody else. You, you, you know how when you get an emblem for the first time, you get like a little bit of like the theme from their game. Mm-hmm. I will say that if you get emblem Edo Guard and the, the you do get the da 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 give me this shit right now. Then, we all know what Jarrell is doing after this ends. I'm not. If nothing <laughs> else, if nothing, Jarrell, if nothing else, YouTube the cutscene that plays when you get the emblem oh, Edo Guard. Oh, you have? It's so good! I love this It's great. I've also seen the one where uh, Edelgard, Claude, Dimitri, and uh, Byleth all uh, attack together. I don't know if you guys have seen Ooh, that. Ooh, no, I haven't seen it yet. So no, good. I haven't seen it. Oh, I can't it's wait. It's so good. And I was like, oh my god! I didn't even know they did that. Like, it, it's all four of them that attack together. And it's like, it's it's just... <sighs> so let's talk about the DLC. Okay. Because <laughs> it pissed me off. But, uh, Christy. Can you give us information on the DLC and what, what it's looking like, uh, how much it costs? So and... I caved and bought the DLC. The DLC, let me pull it up to make sure I'm giving you guys the right information. I want to say that the DLC is it's like 30, $29.99. 30. I want to say, yeah, is the Fire Emblem Engage Expansion Pass. It is $29.99. The thirty dollars, U.S. Um, I know with oh, why did I exit out of the browser? And I think it's four waves, correct? It's four right. waves. Um, the first wave was released at the same time as the game. Um, with the first wave, you got um emblem Edelgard along with emblem Dimitri and Claude. And then um, you also got Emblem Tiki. However, with Emblem Tiki, there is a map you have to play in order to get her. Um, I actually just heard map right before this podcast. And actually, it's it's really hard. It's it's really hard. Uh, so so let's, let's talk a little bit about the DLC and the value of the DLC and whether you guys think it's going to be worth it. Um, so just a, a little more detail there. Uh, as Christy mentioned, it's twenty nine ninety nine. There's going to be four waves. Uh, the DLC does state that it will include uh, future maps along with characters as well. However, um, as far as uh, the three houses portion of the DLC, there is no map with them. You literally just get the characters um, as an emblem ring, and mm-hmm. that's it. And you can use them in the game. Um, uh, a really quick question, and I, I think there is no post-game content aside from the DLC for... Um, besides the skirmishes and the DLC. Um, also, to clarify, with the Wave 1 DLC, you also get some support items. They include boots, uh, the Seraph robe, energy drop, spirit dust, secret book, speed wing, goddess icon, Draco shield, talisman... Um, those you get them after you beat chapter five you also get new accessories um let me see you get new accessories at the boutique um they're the rare set frill band big ribbon single earring round specs 
Um, that's after chapter six. And then you also get the silver card, which is found on Tiki's map. Thank you. That was thorough. Um, <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. Thank you. Why are you um, that was great. I think the silver card is interesting. That is not a secret per se. It's lumped into the DLC because in previous Fire Emblem games, um, it would be a certain spot on a map you can still get that... Um, oh, you can? Mm -hmm. Hmm. Okay. But um, with the silver card, basically, um, armory and item shop items will be discounted by 30%, which is great. It's a great savings, especially when you don't get enough money in this game compared to, you know, three houses. You've had a money issue? You can get money issues once you start upgrading your character, sir. Yeah. Oh, well, see, that's the problem. I sure. let him die. So <laughs> now I see the issue. That's your problem, Chrissy. You got too many characters to upgrade. Let them die. You won't have um, so many characters. You'll have more money. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Save all your Famous money. last words said by <laughs> someone who that. played Fire Emblem, the original Game Boy fan Fire Emblem that was here in the U.S. I was like, I'm going to race Hector. There's a final map. You need to use Hector. He's level one. Oh, dear. It's fine. You'll have so many to choose from. It's okay. Um, so, yeah, let's talk about the value of this DLC. Um, so, the biggest thing that I noticed, with, uh, which is why I am... First of all, I'm not I'm not buying this DLC. I'm saying that right now. Don't hate me if I go back and lie and buy it later. Uh, but as of right now, I have no interest in purchasing this DLC. Um, I would love to see you guys, like, you know, what made you purchase it, um, whether you would... Uh, con whether you could convince me to purchase it, etc. But um, some of my, con I'll start with my concerns for the DLC, and then I'll let you guys address them, and then tell me, you know, all about your experience with uh, whether you think it's worth it or not. Um, so, and then correct me if I'm wrong on any of this, because I know that you guys have it, and I don't. Um, so my one of the things that I was concerned with as far as the DLC is that if you don't purchase it right now, the three houses characters will essentially be useless, because. If I bought this DLC after I beat the game, I don't know what I would use them for. Like, why? Because as far as I'm concerned, there's not very much post-game content here, aside from, like, skirmishes. So there's no point for me to get the three houses unless I'm using them throughout the game. Um, and that's number one. Number two, I've only played, like, three Fire Emblem games, so... I don't know who's coming. I don't know whether I'm going to be familiar with those characters or not. But the biggest turnoff for me is that you can't buy the waves individually. You can only purchase the $30 pack. Um, if you could buy the individual waves, I would have bought this one and I would be using them right now. However, because there's no real, and we'll talk about this a little bit more. However, because there's no real replayability like there was with Three Houses, I... I personally do not see myself turning on my switch in q4 to play the last wave of dlc that comes out because there are so many other games that i'm going to be playing um so like this is just me personally i don't see myself picking this game up again once i complete it um and because i don't see myself picking this game up and because the, these characters didn't come with a map i know that future characters will but I've also only played two or three Fire Emblem games. Therefore, I don't even know who's going to be there or whether I'm interested. And so that DLC turns the $65 game into a $100 game for characters mm -hmm. that, that I do know from the last game that don't get their own map that I would have to buy now so that I could use them only to essentially possibly get characters later that I don't know or don't want to replay missions while I'm playing Tears of the Kingdom. So for me, it doesn't make sense to make this $65 base game or $100 base game if you bought the Deluxe Edition an extra $30 um, because there's no real replay value in it. Like if I if I knew that I was going to get like full DLC missions and I'm really going to be able to like hop back into this game with my characters, use my new emblems, beat this new map, and I would still be doing that in November or October, or, you know, even four months from now, um, if I would still be doing that, first of all, next month I'm playing Octopath Traveler 2, so I need to hurry up and finish the game, but, like, <laughs> there's so many games on the horizon that, to me, this DLC does not make sense, I, I don't feel comfortable making this game a $100 game, um, so, 
please, if you can, address my concerns and possibly convince me to buy it or tell me that, you know, it's probably best that I don't. I think it's best to wait. But if I wait, then I can't use the three houses characters. Which is the only reason I would buy it, because they're the only characters I want. So, so honestly, it's a very tricky thing, because a lot of what you said is extremely accurate, especially with Fire Emblem, <laughs> because, like... <laughs> a lot of the a lot of the DLC you're getting for the excluding wave four, which I'll get to in a second. What you're essentially getting with each of these waves is an emblem or two, and then one or two of those emblems will come with a map. Now, what I was talking about to Gabe before this podcast oh, was I'm the sorry, fact wait, that so, one more thing, sure. And I don't know if this is true, so maybe I'm saying it now, so maybe you can help me out with this as well. Okay, your answer, but. As far as I understand, the pedestals where the emblem rings are will mm-hmm. not be completed unless you have the DLC. So there's um, still going to be uh, some missing emblem rings because there's too many pedestals. And once you get the DLC, those rings will be put there. But if you don't have the DLC, then you'll finish the game and not all the rings will be on pedestals. That's my understanding. I could be wrong. Go ahead. That's correct, but here's the thing. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's the one. That's and that's the pissing me off. That's the but that's the one benefit of the fact that you can't get the packs individually. Because if you did get one individually, then you would have that irking sensation that's of uh, you know that the, uh, right there. But if you do, but if you do get all the DLC, then eventually it'll all get filled if you do the paralogs later. But anyway, getting back to my earlier thing is um yeah, like the regular waves themselves. Like I was saying that like. When the DLC gets added, I'll put like the DLC to be clear, these paralogs where you get these characters, like for example, Tiki, they scale based on what kind of characters you have, mm-hmm. so you can do them at any point. Well, I think Pokemon Sword and Shield DLC also did a similar thing as well. So, what I was just saying is like, okay, whatever, when those DLC comes out, I'll check in and engage, do the paralog map, and then wait for Wave 4, which I think is over the meatiest one because Wave 4 is where they said there's going to be like new story content, which is and new characters. Of- and new characters, which has been kind of like the trope for Fire Emblem. And it's tricky, like, because is it going to be another scaled, like, mission where you'll be able to use all your emblems? Because Awakening did that, and Fates, I think, also did that. But then the mm-hmm. final deal, the final story DLC of Shadows of Valencia, which is my personal favorite final DLC, because it was a prequel, and you had characters that were at set levels. So no matter what point in the game you were doing that, it was always a, it was always a specific challenge, because your character's didn't level up you got them at a certain point in their lives which i thought was a really cool way to handle it um mm-hmm. what christy said i think is best to like wait to see if that like that wave four is really what's going to do it because i can tell you right now for the three houses dlc a lot of those waves weren't really worth it i think it was like wave four that i would matter the most because it had the ash and wolves dlc the ash where wolves you, where you got like a self-contained story with characters and was like again like specific levels that you could work it was very the- self-contained and i really enjoyed it a lot for that reason so it's really just gonna, it's really going to come down to what is that wave four DLC even going to look like? Is it going to be worth it? And another thing, like you said, Jerome, there's only a handful of final games in the past you played. A big part of why people would buy this DLC is to see what kind of characters they're going to add from the past. Is it going to be one of your favorites from the, the, from the past final games that make it? Who knows? And if that is something that you're interested in, I think, well, this is not specifically to you, but whoever to might be listening. I think if you are like someone that really appreciates the Fire Emblem series, I think it is going to be worth it to you to see what mm-hmm. kind of characters come out and what you can do with them on those missions because then that's more interactions that you can get. I would also recommend this to you if you think you're going to be doing another playthrough of this at any point in the future because I might go back and do a hard mode run through, but that's not going to be until all the DLC is released. And at that point, I will have the benefit of having every single emblem at my disposal to go through that <laughs> much more difficult challenge to go through. Exactly. So I still if, need to do my maddening run. And see, I, would I don't agree know. with yeah. that if I felt like there was a need to replay this game. But right. And if you're not and if you're not gonna replay it, then the answer is no. The answer is no. And, so the way and even then it, I don't see myself going through all of this again on maddening. And even then it would just ultimately depend on the way four, which is the reason why it's like it ultimately just depends. You might just have to wait and see how way four shakes shapes up to be so wait until the end of the year to see whether i should spend 30 dollars on the dlc is your version to be fair you also might get them on sale if only they sold them individually i wouldn't have this problem oh well yeah that too 
Like, I just don't... mm, mm. Honestly, two things I hate about this is, one, that they don't sell them individually, which, like, I get it because you want to make money, but there are so many people that three houses made, like, Fire Emblem the most popular series, right? Like, it is is the most popular in the the series. Um, The fact that I can't just buy them, that I have to buy in for an entire year is annoying but the biggest annoyance is the confirmation that i will never be finished with this stupid ass uh uh emblem area because I well apparently that bothers things you because i'm not getting the dlc yeah because that feels incomplete like who wants to put hours into a game finish it and then see it's not finished in game me. Why would you want to see that your game is not finished after putting hours into the game? <laughs> I just did all that I could without the DLC. That's it. No, no, no. I, 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 what I, I guess I, I guess I'll try to reword it. I don't think it's a nice thing to make gamers feel unfulfilled if they beat the entire story by showing them that they're not done. If that makes more sense, like it's kind of like I'm finished with the game. I had a good time. But there's this niggling feeling of, damn, I'm never going to have these rings here. On Like, why would you do that? Just put them in a separate vault somewhere where I don't have to see it every time I turn the DLC game DLC vault. Mm-hmm. Yes, like, make a separate DLC vault or something. Don't put it in my face, bitch. The fuck? Oh, wow. Whoopsie. Sorry. I'm Oops. Um, yeah, so, so essentially, DLC, everyone should wait until, like, if you're on the fence, you should wait until the last wave. Yeah. Is, is your answer. That's what... If, I, 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 mean, would, I would say if you're if you're at all on the fence like Jarrell, you should wait. If it like yeah, I feel like anyone who knows they want to have already made that decision. And if you're on the fence, I would just say wait. And I mean, like I didn't purchase the Three Houses DLC until I saw the Ash Wolves story. That's when I part. That's when I basically purchased it. Mm-hmm. I think that's so interesting because I would be more willing. I think to buy the DLC in separate waves, um, and then because that's what I did with Smash, I waited and I bought them separately until like at the end I was like, ah, I might as well just buy the you know pay for the rest and get get the uh, the season pass. And I feel like that would work better for a lot of people, including myself. Like I would have bought the three houses in Tiki one, and then if you bring Camila back, I'm like, okay, well I'm gonna buy the next one. And then if I see the third one, I'm like, ah, don't, might as well just buy the the whole thing. Um, but trying to wanna... purchase it in the beginning is not working for me. Yes. Yeah, I was just going to mention that. The, I feel like the... Jarrell's going to backtrack soon. Uh, I there is a chance that I might. My honestly, my biggest issue is just that I'm not going to re like my backlog is huge. 2023, we've already talked about like Final Fantasy 16, Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth, Octopath Traveler 2, uh, Forspoken's Out Now. Um, there's just so many really big games hitting this year and they're later in the year, mm-hmm. but I'm just concerned. Like, am I going to have time to replay? I don't know how many hours this game is to, to be. I, I haven't checked, but am I going to have time to replay? First of all, hard is hard. Like hard mode is hard. And this game hard is, mode is taking... really hard for vet, even for veterans. Yeah. I'm having some difficulties here and so there it's taking longer to beat because it's harder. You have to spend more time, like getting your tactics. Paralog map. So... I spent 65 turns. Holy smokes! I haven't stopped. What? <laughs> That's. Oh my god. I think the most I've spent is like 10. 65 is. Wow. That, see, that scares me, right? So, like. That's not something that I want to see myself doing while I'm trying to play Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, right? Like, there, I, I just feel like there's so many really, really good games, and hard takes a long time. I'm not replaying this on Maddening. I'm already having enough, a hard enough time on hard. Like, I'm not one of those people that wants to kill myself trying to play this game. Oh, and infernal difficulty. Like, but I would love to continue to play through with multiple emblems. Like, I would love to have more emblems right now. I'd love to see Camilla come back. I'd love to use Violet. Oh, well, not Violet. I would love to use the, the, the Three Houses leaders. Like, that would be awesome. But at the... So, at 30 yeah, no, hours, like, Yeah. What I was going to say was, in regards to that, like, so going back to the Three Houses DLC real quick, because I remember, like I said, the final DLC of Three Houses was a self-contained story. But if you did it, you also could gain those characters to use in the main story if you did feel like doing another run, which in that game felt more justified just because there were multiple rules. So that's why I did it. Whereas in Gage, you know, it's the same thing. So it's not as justified. I remember Mm -hmm. um, 
Kirby Star Allies, and there, there's a reason why I'm bringing this up, got a bunch of free DLC where you could get, like, uh, characters from, like, past Kirby games. But a lot of people, that didn't bring them back to Kirby because that is a, you know, that's a story-based game. And if they've already finished the game, then what's the point of going through it again with these new characters? But for the mm-hmm. final update, what they did do was, along with the final character, they added a new mode that was all about using the new characters they added over the course of the DLC to justify them all getting added in the first place. So even veterans can go back to that. So I'm hoping that's what Engage does, that there's something like that 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 would either necessitates or encourages you to, to um, get those emblems so you can use it for, like, one big uh, self-contained story or something like that. Be cool. We'll see. Yeah, so, yeah. I really want them oh. now. I want to use them now. Like, I'm using them now. Yeah, see, you're 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 using them now and having a great time. And then if you tell me to wait, I'm just gonna be like, I don't want to, I don't want to play some more. Like I'm, I'm done. Love Claude. Uh, uh, Gabe, I would like to ask you because you haven't, um, as someone who has not purchased the DLC yet and you just started the game, um, here in this conversation, is it would it be something that you would recommend or you'd be interested in? Not even recommend. Is it? Does it sound like it'd be something you'd be interested in as far as DLC? So before even this conversation started, I wasn't gonna buy the DLC because. I seem to be one of the only people that's against day one DLCs. I am not, if I'm I'm going to put my foot down in this one and be like, hey, I'm not buying your DLC because you made a DLC the first day of the, the game launch. That's, like, obviously people bought it, and not to speak bad on them, but, like, that's, I, 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 I disagree with it so much. So, um, no, I'm not going to buy the DLC. And, from what I've been hearing also, and what you guys have said, like this is a, a more linear story than Three Houses, so there's really, it really is. there's there's no I'm not gonna want to replay it when I'm done. If I can't get more than three endings, I'm not playing the game again. Unless I really love the game and the game is Skyrim and it comes out every year on a new platform. Um and also I looked up while you guys were talking, it takes thirty seven hours to beat. I one hundred percent am not gonna buy DLC just to play the same exact story again for 37 hours, just new characters that I spent 30 bucks for because I used to like them in the other Emblem games. So, no. Totally understandable. So, Chrissy, let's mo- we have a few minutes left. Um, I would love to get a review score from you on Engage. I spent way- I'm sorry, I spent way too long talking about DLC. I apologize, y'all. I was just really incensed by the way it was handled because why um but i mean i'm not a fan of like day one dlc either however i i mean i ultimately just caved because you know you know i just i know for sure one way or another i will purchase the dlc later because i did purchase it for ashen wolves and so more than likely i will purchase it for the story so might as well just do it now get it out of the way yeah, no, I think it makes sense if you're a Fire Emblem fan, right? Like, I think mm-hmm. the whole... I was going to do it because of, you know, the, the Three Houses leaders. Like, that's all it took for me. Like, but I, I think... I like, oh my god, take my money. But I think overall it's best just to wait and see if you prefer the story, you know, the way four. That's my personal opinion. Hold off until way four. And then, you know, they're going to be releasing a separate story with new characters. Who knows what might happen then? Okay, uh, so <laughs> I'm sorry. I just don't. I I really like. Do you really see? Okay, real quick. I I do think. Do you really see yourself replaying this game on maddening maddening mode in 2023 with all the other games coming out this year and your backlog? Eventually, yeah. So you just gonna skip either your backlog or a big release, or you're just gonna do it all together. Have you seen my backlog? There's a reason why my backlog is still so big. Yeah, so, so, you're, so you're skipping the backlog. Okay, there it is. You'll skip the I was like, there has to, something's gotta give. You can't do both. Um anyway, yeah, if you had to give a quick uh bullet pointed list of positives, negatives, and a review score for uh Fire Emblem Engage, Christy, what would they be? So the pros is that, you know. It is a bit more fan servicey compared to Three Houses. However, you know you can t- you can tone it down by you know not doing some of the you know you know going to sleep and whatnot. So I do appreciate that you can pick and choose how much fan service you want to consume within the game. 
Um, I think that the characters, like what Gabe said, they're very, they're colorful. They're also very vibrant. Even the scenery itself is very vibrant compared to Three Houses. Um, Gameplay-wise, it is a major step upgrade from, you know, Three Houses, especially if that's where you're coming from. Um, if you're coming from previous titles and you totally skip Three Houses, I think, um, the gameplay, the gameplay, it has very much improved overall. I think this is a right step in the, in, you know, for the series and whatnot, just to kind of improve on separate mechanics, gameplay mechanics, introduce something new similar to Pokemon. I think it's a good step. Um, let me see what else I'm trying to think. I do think that there is also greater map variety as well, too. Um, you're going to see a lot of different maps, even in the very first few chapters that you've played within Engage. Um, I'm trying to think, what else do we cover <laughs> um, that we liked overall? That is it for the pros. Now for the cons, the story is very linear. It's just basically set in stone. There's really not going to be any changes. The characters, it's not as in-depth as you would prefer like in previous titles. Um, I Sorry, my battery just died. Oh no, that's okay. I can still hear you. My battery just died. So, let me see. Um, the story's very linear. They're great and whatnot. I do think that there's room for improvement with the characters. And so, if that's what you are looking for, it might not be up your alley. Um, also, the Emblem Rings. I mean, the DLC, that's really such... The day one DLC, that might sting some people. Some other people, they just wouldn't care, and then they will still purchase it. It's ultimately up to the consumer on whether or not they do it. Um, I'm trying to see if there's anything else I'm missing. Not off the top of my head. Alright, so if you were to give this uh, score out of 10, 10 being the best and 1 being the worst, what would be your HP Critical Fire Emblem Engage review score? I think it would probably be, as of now, it's a very much a solid 8 from what I've been playing. I really enjoy the gameplay, I think. Um, Story-wise, it's linear. It's really nothing new. It's very, uh, gen- it's, um, it's pretty generic by itself. So I I feel like if the story was better and the characters had more depth to them, I think it would have, it would have been a much better, I mean, it would have been a much better product overall. However, as it is, it's still a really great product. It's still enjoyable. Uh, Brandon, um, do you have any positives or negatives that you also want to add in really quickly um, that, that you think people should be aware of? Um, mostly what Christy just said. I guess only like, um, only other positive of that is like the 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 large amount of characters. You know, you could, could depending on your point of view, that could be a negative, but it could also be a positive because it does ultimately give you more options of who to who to use and who to not use. So you do have that um, freedom of customization of who you want to really use there. Um, that's pretty much all I really had. Like she pretty much covered the pros and cons that I would have mentioned as well. Oh, and I think hard mode is actually hard. Yes, and also normal is actually pretty. It's it's not like, I feel like it's not like Three Houses where even once you kind of play through the game and once you get a feel for how it's supposed to work, it, it does get easier. I feel like there's still a lot of challenges left. There's still a lot of brain teasers within the game itself on the maps. For sure, yeah. Just just to piggyback off that, yeah. If you're playing normal difficulty, it'll still be a fair challenge. You're not going to steamroll through the game by any means. So, so. There's that. And if you're playing hard, you will have a nice little challenge. And if you get maddening, uh, you will go mad. Mm-mm. Hard is hard, y'all. Hard is hard. Mm. I, I know about it. Anywho, um, yeah, I, 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 you heard it here first. HP Critical gives Fire Emblem Engage an 8 out of 10. Yeah. As reviewed by Christy. Um, so, 
I will. I feel like Gerald well. does not agree with that. No, I do. I think it's a. I think it's a. So yes, I think it's a. I would probably give it an eight point five, closer to a nine. Like I'm really enjoying it. I like. I want to play more of this game. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't like it. I, I okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I think eight is a very solid score for for engage. I think I think it honestly deserves that little extra half a point, but not my review. Um, I will add one positive that that we didn't mention here. Uh, I love Alir. I think she is a I chose the female Alir. I think she's a great protagonist. There are some really great moments that are voice acted in this game that are hilarious, like laugh out loud hilarious. Um, yeah, that, that are not like you don't get that in 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 three houses. Like it's it's so fun. This game is really fun. The characters are fun, and I think that's a, a very uh, important thing. A important distinction uh you have a speaking protagonist finally and um he or she is uh i i can only speak on the the female protagonist but uh her line delivery is uh comedic gold at times uh and uh it makes her very endearing uh alir is a very endearing character so that's also i think something that actually my brother he drew as the male alir and his delivery is solid as well too Wonderful. and confirmed can confirm. Yes. Male is good too. And I'm like, I would have said exactly the same thing in the exact same way. That's No, let's run. Uh, yeah, that, that's like the first time I saw that. I was like, really? This is fucking, this, this girl's great. Um, yeah, so it's fun. I think that's a really important distinction. Um, like the characters are fun and happy. Like everybody's so fucking happy. Like it's wonderful. It, it's really wonderful. Um it, to total shift, um, yes. Um, three houses. Even even when people are being serious, like they're still funny, and it's it's so great. It's it's a wonderful laugh, great time. Go play Fire Emblem Engage. Maybe don't buy the DLC. I don't know, but at least play the game. We give it an eight out of ten, and that is it for our deep dive on Fire Emblem Engage. Go engage with your emblems. Enjoy the game. Have a good time. Uh, thank you, Brandon. Thank you, Christy. Thank you, Gabe, for being here. It's been a wonderful chat all about. Fire Emblem Engage. 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 <laughs> Bye, everybody.